it, the first episode of the new year for Lockdown Coyotes. Super excited as we get ready to talk all Arizona Coyotes for the year 2022. Be sure to stick around all year and for today on Lockdown Coyotes. <laughs> Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leone. I'll call Pavlik right beside me. On today, it is January 3rd, 2022, the first episode of of the new year happy new year everybody hope your hope your new year's weekend went off right hope you're getting your new year's resolutions off perfectly um i'm happy today carl because um today was the very first day obviously they it didn't um go out until another for one more day but i first day i started recording my first episode as host of locked on coyotes so it's been a year officially one year standing in here very nice so so not only happy new year to you happy anniversary with locked on coyotes uh definitely i remember when you made the jump over because we were doing the the desert dog cast at the time uh and it's so it's great to kind of see that you were able to kind of stick it out um and, and last a full year doing a daily show um which is uh, having started doing it with you a couple months ago, it's very difficult to do. Uh, <laughs> you can imagine how it was doing it solo for a while, let alone someone who's. Uh, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty open about it, having some mental health issues. So, like, I've. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that, that there was there was some weeks where I couldn't do a couple episodes for a while. I'm like, yeah, I got some mental health problems. I need to take a week off. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think things are getting better. Obviously, I haven't needed to do that in quite a while. Um. So, you know, things are getting better. And again, one year. It's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, most podcasts don't last a year. Um, even kind of like the the ones that we're on with like networks and stuff, like people, like they start and then they just kind of give up because it's either too much or the guy, the thing is going on. Um, but like sticking out, it, it's great to, to see. And I, we haven't really talked about it, but no plans to, to quit anytime soon. So No, no plans to quit anytime soon. Um, and let's put it this way. Obviously, I'm not going to you know put any any, any any names out there, but let's just put it in a generic sense of terms called look at how many Coyotes podcasts that you've probably seen just Coyotes podcasts make through the runner around here in Arizona. And how many of those are still around? I mean, I think I have been on two that are no longer around uh before you uh, even came on to to five for howling so before i even met you i was on two coyotes podcasts they uh they do not go uh they do not last long in, in general podcasts i think don't last long which is one of the cool things about it because it's very experimental it's an easy thing for anyone to kind of pick up and try um so you get like a lot of different ones but eh, it's like you hear most restaurants don't last past the year. Uh, just kind of one of those things where it's tough to keep going. It is tough to keep going. And I'm glad that we were able to stick everything around and be one of the top daily Arizona Coyotes podcasts for you all. 
um, because I know you guys all love um, hearing us rants about how bad the coyotes are and looking forward to the future. Yeah. Uh, doing a daily show about the po- about the coyotes, it's it's tough because it's just it's bad things over and over again. Like there's we we try and find the silver linings as much as we can, but they are few and far between. Uh, I think the best thing you could say about the coyotes lately is they've looked okay, but they've also had most of their games postponed, so we haven't gotten to see them play. It's crazy because. Um, you, you and I were also talking about, um, you know, we can talk about this pretty briefly. You're talking about the Coyotes, like, oh, they got five days off before they play the Stars, and that game gets postponed too, so they get a full week again. Yeah. And that was a game that I was really interested in watching because the Stars were also just completely on a break. Like, they had been going longer than the Coyotes without having played a game. And that would have been, like, a really good, like, rust game to see. Like, just two teams super rusty. I imagine it would have been, like, another insane game like the Sharks won. But but no, um, in addition to the holiday breaks, we're also getting some COVID breaks right now. And it is wreaking havoc on, uh, on the NHL. And there was a reason why the NHL decided that it wasn't going to be going to the Olympics. So using that break to fill in as many games as they can, because they want to obviously not have to extend the season much longer than it is. The AHL did say they had to extend the season um, extra five days, um, which doesn't seem like a lot. But uh, I, I do wonder what is going to happen with the NHL season, because like it feels like it still hasn't reached its its peak worseness like things seem like they're gonna get worse um and we're gonna see more canceled or and postponed games uh so like any kind of talk about like doing it during the olympic break like a some of those venues plan to have like concerts and stuff then that's gonna be difficult b that kind of assumes that like everything is fine and we just need to make up for what what went wrong and i don't think that's going to be the case like it feels like there's going to be a lot more that needs to be done uh I, I'm really hoping we see an actual plan from the NHL uh, soon because there's not been much. Yeah, the the NHL kind of wants to, you know, tiptoe around it. They're focusing on, um, I don't even know what the like what to say. They're even focusing on because just like, what do you what decisions are these like? you realize that there's like you said, you know, venues are busy venues. They got other stuff they got. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, a lot of the players are probably upset. They're not going to the Olympics because that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, it, there's still a lot of decisions being made. I don't know what decisions they are, but you know, well, we can see from the way they've handled the Canadian games being postponed due to like arena restrictions, their primary concern seems to be revenue from the front gates, which their business is it's kind of where the concern is, but I I feel like that's a bad short-term mentality that's like covering up for like other issues that they have, but yeah, it, it 
the, the they seem to want to make sure that they can make as much money as they can this season. And whether or not that means the games are played, I think that's a secondary concern right now, which is very frustrating to see. And I think, actually, now I think about it, I think that's something that uh, people were talking about, like, essentially is the message that Gary Bettman was trying to say. is like, no, we're focused on the business side of things first, you know? Yeah. And which I, un, which I can half understand, yeah, you know, the NHL, you know, these sports leagues are businesses. They're focusing on trying to make money. But at the same time, like, you have the business the the other business side okay the you know the the front facing side where you want uh these tv ads and whatever that are where the game games are being played and a lot of tv spots being postponed because of all all stuff like that you have you have the health issues too about of some of these players and like are they being addressed yeah uh, yeah, I I don't know. The the NHL is definitely fo- focused on the business side, like you said, um, and, and like I said. But I think there's something to be like there's an importance to the NHL as a brand if they can have a season that finishes without problems because the NHL has had shortened seasons, they've had lockout seasons. It's not something that fans like. There's always a big upheaval anytime a season is shortened. Uh, and I think right now, like they're focused on making sure that they can make money on the games and not necessarily on the long-term viability of this season. And I think if they think too short-term, it's going to bite them like, and it's going to be bad for business. So like, I, I, I think this is the wrong call to make from a business perspective too. Absolutely. Anyways, though, um, it's the new year, though. Let's let let's let, let's get to some you know happy stuff because we want to focus on on you know stuff to look forward to for the new year. And you know what? That's exactly what we're gonna do in coming up just a bit on lockdown Kaidus. Before we get to any of that, though, I want to remind you that that because it's new year, that does mean New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure that Built Bar is in that plan. Because Built Bar is a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. <laughs> Heck, even maybe better than a candy bar. It's easier to stick with your resolution if you have a Built Bar. Because it tastes so good that you want to keep eating it. And unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy, or just taste like chemical spill, Built Bar is the one that can you know get keep you keep you at it. You want to eat healthy, but it's just so boring. By like week, week three, you say it might not be worth it. Where's the chocolate? Boat bars are covered in 100% chocolate. 130 calories to 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, 17 grams protein. It is definitely the right decision to make for your New Year's resolution. So go ahead and I want you to try it out yourself. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So we're back here on Lockdown Coyotes to discuss the Arizona Coyotes in 2022. It's the new year. There are things to look forward to this year. Obviously, the last um, kind of, I mean, the team is not good, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, there are things to look forward to this year. 
there are things that are going to be happening this year that we will be witnessing. <laughs> uh, looking forward to them is uh, is a funny way to say it, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can kind of look forward to it in some ways. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say, uh, I've talked about this with some other people. I, I think that this year is going to be just as bad as the end of last year for the Coyotes. Things are not going to get better anytime soon on ice, even if the Coyotes draft Shane Wright, um, which it's, yeah, draft Larry. That's a fun thing to be prepared for. Um, like that doesn't instantly make them a contender. We saw that with the Edmonton Oilers and how they repeatedly drafted first overall and they didn't immediately get better. So, yeah, I, I feel like it it's just... Into a, I think, what, a year after they drafted Connor McDavid before they were actually relevant? Maybe even two yeah. years? Yeah. I mean, McDavid had a solid rookie season. Well, uh, yeah, he did, of course. I mean, you could say the same thing about a lot of rookies, you know, who drafted first, second overall. But Yeah. Um, it, it's a team sport. It doesn't instantly make everyone better. Uh, I think they're going to be in a good position with the contracts they have to make a contender pretty quickly. And I think they're going to be able to bring in people who want to play with uh, strong talent if they get that. But that just, I, I, I don't see immediate improvement during this calendar year. I mean, and the thing is, I think that obviously during this calendar year, a major improvement. Yeah, you're not going to see that. But in the drafting of Shane Wright, and not just Shane Wright, but look at, remember this, Carl, how many draft picks do the Arizona Coyotes have in the first two rounds of the upcoming draft? Yep. Just them at eight picks, three first rounders and five second rounders. Um, there's, you know, still a likelihood. And I think um, Craig Morgan mentioned it when he was on the podcast a few months back. He said, um, it wouldn't surprise him if the Arizona Coyotes use one of those second rounders to bump back into the first round again for another one. Yeah. Or um, I could see them acquiring talent too at the, around the draft time. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that because they have quite the stockpile. They could make a lot of moves that teams traditionally don't make because they don't want to give up their one first round pick, their one or two second round picks. The Coyotes just have so much from making so many moves. They could do anything. Uh, and that's exciting to watch. Um, at least the kind of plan. Uh, I think we're going to get another year where we have a completely different team uh, going into next season. Like, just like how, what, I think 14 players uh, were new coming into this season. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot of that for next season. We will. And it will be, uh, you know, it will be interesting to see. Obviously, um, in a perspective like mine, it is quite fun to see because I am used to roster turnover. I am covering the American Hockey League, which yeah. sees roster turnover constantly every freaking year no matter what um so to see it at the nhl level will be interesting but you know i think it'll be a good thing for the coyotes again this is about we're, we're talking about the growth of this team what's coming up in the future yeah are they are they going to be good in the calendar year 2022 nope 2023 maybe they might have things turned around but yeah. 
maybe latter 2023. So, like that. Yeah, 2023, 2024 season. That, yeah, that that's a good spot to be. Um, but yeah, it, it is kind of. I do think there's going to be a lot of shakeup, um, and that could be a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, I think fans are going to see some of their favorite players go. Um, or just kind of like age out. Uh, Louis Erickson, like surprisingly, still has like a lot of people who really like talking about him online. Uh, and I don't think he is going to be in the league for much longer after this. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of that. But especially for people like yourself who follow the Roadrunners, like we've already seen so many Roadrunners make their debut this season. Like, and it's just going to keep happening. Like, we still haven't gotten uh, Matias Michelli. He's 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 bound to come up too, um, and obviously there are some other prospects out there down in the in the Roadrunners who uh, will will eventually get their get get their name called up, um, and we'll see what we'll see when that happens. And it's I think it'll be it'll be pretty fun to see all that. Obviously, um, at this time, Carl, there is no player that stands out to me the way Connor Garland did a few years mm. back. Um, like, cause I, cause again, I've, as I mentioned this before, when Connor Garland was a Tucson Roadrunner, I kind of thought to myself and I had, so I had a friend of mine who didn't believe me when I said it. I'm like, this kid is going to be a good NHLer. Mm. Mark my word. He's going to be good when he gets to the NHL. Yeah. And he ended up being pretty freaking good. This is true. Um, yeah, that's, um, I, I do think one of the things that made Garland such a good NHLer is that he never stopped evolving his game, even at the NHL level. Um, so I, I hope that there are, is a player like that in Tucson who's ready to just put in the work. Uh, I honestly hope that player is Victor Soderstrom, um, because I think, the Coyotes are going to need a, a good blue line. Uh, right now, they have a, a competent-ish blue line. Uh, filled with mostly roadrunners. <laughs> yeah, filled with mostly roadrunners. That needs to get better. And I think the hope was that Soderstrom could be that like long-term solution for the Coyotes um, to kind of fit in there with Chikrin. Um, and it's still young. And defensemen take longer to develop, so I'm not counting him out yet. But I hope he he slowly becomes that player down. Oh, and I and, and I hope so too. And I'm not saying and, and I'm not saying that I don't see any players that have that potential. I'm yeah. Saying, I, I'm, uh, what I'm saying is, at this time, I just don't see that right now. Yeah. Um, I don't see that kind of player who completely sticks out to me. I'm like, that's an NHL right. That's a future NHL superstar right there. Yeah. And, and and let's be fair, Connor Garland stuck out like on all aspects of the ice. Like you mm-hmm. watch the game and you notice Connor Garland because he is doing things that make you notice him. Which is funny because he was at a different draft level than um the the first round line trio yeah. of uh of Strom, Merkley, and Kraus. And Connor Garland was on that team, and Connor Garland still stuck stuck out. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, definitely one of the better Coyote success stories. Although, honestly, with the way they've been calling up players, uh, I, I imagine we're going to get another Tucson Roadrunner success story by the end of the year. 
Heck, maybe it is Matias Michelli. <laughs> maybe. It could be. Uh, I am really was really excited to get him to see him play, and then, nope, COVID protocol. Oh, man. COVID protocol really effing things up. They're put... They, uh, because of COVID, the taxi squad is back. We're going to have, and you know what? Let's even talk about the taxi squad in just a sec. But first, let's get a quick word from our sponsors. And we're back on Lockdown Coyotes. We said we're going to talk about taxi squad now, and let's do that. The Arizona Coyotes have, uh, um, let's just put it this way. If there is a team in the American Hockey League that is feeling the full force of the re-implementation of the taxi squad because of COVID, it is the Tucson Roadrunners. Yes. Uh, they were feeling it already just because of how many injuries the Coyotes have sustained. Uh, and it is just getting worse with the implementation of the taxi squad. I'm trying to look at all the players who got um, who just got called up. Just in, overall, I'm like, oh my god. Um Let's see. Jan Yannick got called up to the taxi squad. And uh, Vladislav uh, Koyachanak got called up. Koyachanak, yep. And uh, what was it? Uh, just before New Year's, uh, David Tendek uh, called from the Rapid City Rush to the club's taxi squad. And let's talk about that one for a sec, because uh, they called it David Tendek from Rapid City, which is a telltale sign that the Arizona Coyotes are committed to making sure that you do not mess with the development of Ivan Prosvetov. Yeah, which I think is definitely a good thing. Um, It's something that... Uh, I think a lot of people questioned how committed are the Coyotes to making sure that he develops properly. Um, And this year, the answer has been pretty damn committed because, you know, what he was up for a couple games, but otherwise they've done a good job at making sure that, you know, Prosvetov stays in the AHL, gets a chance to get all the starts that he needs and is the time to develop as needed for him. There's not been too much of a need to bring him up to the NHL level since acquiring, you know, uh, Wedgwood from the waivers, but that's why they did that. Yeah. It's, uh, it was definitely the smart move altogether. Um, I think, uh, the, um, it just shows that the Coyotes are making better decisions. Like number, like last year, they, they made some questionable decisions last year on call-ups and ways, um, they, they kind of force things in there, you know, yeah. personnel well, issues. But it, It's definitely a, kind of an opposite dis- mindset from last year, where last year they had up Prosvetov, and they didn't play him. Uh, and they played they, Aiden Hill freaking back to back to back to back to back. Like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> 11 straight starts, I believe, is, is yeah. what we discuss- we've discussed. Um, but, yeah, no, like this time they're like, okay – we're not going to do that again. We're just going to keep Rasputov in Tucson uh, where he can get ice time. Uh, I would have been fine if like, you know, Hill started five straight games and then Rasputov got a start and actually saw some ice or maybe was thrown in there for relief uh, more than he did. But no, it's just, he didn't get any kind of ice time. And I think 
people say it all over and over again, and we'll say it again. Like young players need to play. Young players need to play, and that's that's why we have the American Hockey League. That's why it's there for the for development, and that's why the American Hockey League started moving, uh, or that's why teams started moving their American Hockey League teams to much closer to them, so like they can keep a close eye on their development and can call them up on a moment's notice. Yeah, because. And- You've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of call-ups because there's so more. Yeah, uh, especially this season with COVID issues, we have seen a lot more call-ups, um, and it's very fortunate that the it's a trip down the ten as opposed to a flight back from Springfield, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Let's look at some of the call-ups that did happen uh, this year. You got uh, Matthias Michelli, you have um, Yanis Mosier. You have Dyson Mayo, Camden Neen, and we talked about um, Yannick getting called up. He had a couple games. Hudson Fashing went up for a couple games. Um, uh, Crotty uh, didn't he? Um... I think I think um, did Cam? I'm trying to think. I'm, not, I'm trying to think if he did or not. Uh, Boko Imama I think came up for a game. Um, I don't know if he played i think he was on the taxi squad oh that's right Coney came up for a couple games i think Um, the the coyotes have definitely made plenty of moves like getting rid of their taxi squad when it's not needed uh they are again treating that very smart uh a lot mm -hmm. better than i think it was treated last season and just i'll give you i'll give you some perspective of how different it was last year uh, Hudson Fashing spent the entire um, the entire year on the Arizona Coyotes taxi squad. Um, I'm looking at it right now. He had se- like was it seven? Yeah, seven games total. Right, yeah. and he had and and registered only one assist in the AHL after he finally got you know sent back or. I think even before that, yeah, before he got sent back down for like a game or two. Yeah. Um, I think that was like after, like during the playoffs or whatever, I'm trying to think what, what, when that was, but, um, or the quote playoffs for the eight, for the Pacific division. Um, sure. This year he's already played 20 games, yeah. um, 13 with the Tucson Roadrunners and is 13 points. Like, there's a difference. Like, and that's what we were talking about. That's the reason why the American Hockey League is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I, I think, well, it, it makes sense that the second year we have a taxi squad, uh, it's coming later. Like, there's just a different mindset around it. And I like the Coyotes' mindset. I like the moves that they're making with it. I haven't seen a taxi squad situation where I'm like, huh, that's, uh, that's making me question what they're doing. Uh, don't worry. There's plenty of time. Uh, I'm sure that eventually the Coyotes will do something I'm like that's may not be right. Cause nobody's perfect. Um, and we can't always agree with every single move, but eh, for right now I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I do too. And I want to see, um, I just want to continue to see how they, how they implement it. Obviously over the next couple of weeks. So we haven't even seen the Roadrunners play since the implementation of the taxi squad, because like they had have games postponed as well because they had, um, I think their trip to Abbotsford was postponed. Um, their games against, uh, San Diego were postponed. 
So they've had a couple weeks off, Kyle. They've had like I think a full like I think it's been like what 14, 17 days or whatever since they've played a freaking game. Like Yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh it'll be interesting to see if we can even get games this se- uh this week. Or if either the Coyotes or Roadrunners will drop another one to, to COVID postponement. It would suck because the AHL again is that's that's where I have all my fun. I love yeah. covering the AHL, and it's really it's because it's cool seeing those fu- the fu- the uh, the future Coyotes, the future of the NHL, really. Because um, there's a lot of a lot of good players that pass through, um, especially in this Pacific Division. Because you know, obviously, a lot of teams in the Pacific Division are are rebuilding. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the timing works out. You're getting to see a lot of good talent. Oh uh, man, I love to love love to think it. Um, anyways, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share before we end wrap things up here on this episode? Uh I, I just kind of want to wish everybody a, a happy new year. There's a, it's a weird time in the NHL right now, um, and COVID is making everything a lot more uncertain. But hope that we can provide you with a uh, plenty of good stuff throughout this uh, upcoming year. Absolutely, um, I'm I'm hoping so as well. Um, so, um, but yeah, well, let's go ahead and end this episode that will wrap things up of this episode of Lockdown Guys. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you've yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, on facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes. On Twitter at LO underscore coyotes i am personally at robin underscore leano that's robin with a y underscore l-e-a-n-o carl pavlik is at carl pavlik f-f-h you can interact with ask us a question you might have we can we can interact right back or on a future episode of the lockdown coyotes podcast thanks again everyone for listening to today's episode hope you guys are staying safe out there hope you guys are staying healthy once again happy new year and don't forget to howl on